Hello everyone and I want to welcome you to a brand new week today. Well, we actually started on Sunday, but it is a brand new week and I also want to welcome you to another week on the prayer experience and I'm so privileged and blessed to be praying with you today. So welcome everyone from wherever you are dialing from. We appreciate you. Now remember you can share this video just click on the button on your Facebook icon and share the video as well. Okay, remember, you can join the Prayer Experience community on Facebook. Yes, you can search for Daily Talks Media or you can check, just search for the Prayer Experience community on Facebook and join that community of believers, of prayer warriors, of intercessors all over the world. And also on the WhatsApp page, um, sorry, the WhatsApp number, you can join the prayer experience community on the WhatsApp. Just send us a message and we will, we will add you to the community. Now, remember, we've got a prayer experience hotline and the number is just scrolling at the bottom of your screen or you can get get keep that number on your phone. So just so whenever you need to pray with someone, you never know. There will be someone waiting there at the other side of the line for you. Okay. Now, remember, you can connect with us. You can connect with us either on the chat as we're praying. Remember, let's spend this time to pray together. If you want to send a, um, leave a comment, let it be an agreement to the prayer. If it's a prayer request, please do that. If it's just a testimony you'd like to share, please do that. But let's encourage ourselves to pray along today okay now look at the scripture i'm going to use for thanksgiving today and i'd like you to join me and give thanks to god isn't he awesome okay he doesn't need to do anything more to be awesome to us you know look at the scripture in psalm 107 verse 1 it says give thanks to the lord for he is good his loving devotion endures forever nothing changes about him you know we go into week day you know week after week day after day month after month and year after year the steadfastness of god his loving kindness his loving devotion his commitment to you and i never changes just imagine that just think about that the rules and regulations the governments the people and places and powers can change even the geographical structures of a land and nations, the boundaries and, and the, the sea lines and everything can change around you. But there is one thing that is constant. And that constant is what we go into our week day in and day out. That constant is with us forever. That God is committed to you and I. You know, his loving devotion and just forever for generations to generations, every single day we wake up, we have a reason to just celebrate, just do a dance, do, do a commitment dance to the Lord and say, thank you, Father, as you are committed to me, your loving kindness and faithfulness to me, so I will give you praise. I will give you thanks. Come on, let's do that together. Let's just celebrate him. Father, we thank you. 
Thank you for how you love us and you are committed to us and you are faithful to your word consigning us. You're faithful to your word concerning our families. You're faithful to your word concerning our world that we live in. You're faithful to your word because you love us, oh God. You make everything work together for our good. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, because everything about you is good. Everything good in our lives is all about you. And we just bless your name. We forever give you thanks. Even, Lord, if there is nothing we can think of that you have done for us today, which is not true. For the fact that we wake up today and we're able to praise your name. <laughs> and you haven't raised up stones in our place, Lord, with thank you. We want to celebrate you. We want to bless your name. And we want to say thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. Amen. Amen. Isn't that beautiful that God is always, always good to you and to us? Amen. Okay. Now look at the scripture in Psalm 84 verse 10. I'm going to read the message translation. I, 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 like, I like when, you know, the, the translations put a spin on the word of God. It's not changing it, but it gives you another perspective of what our scripture is really talking about. And this version says, one day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship. So it beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. Not, not that I really <laughs> love beach island, <laughs> Greek island, but you know, uh, it's one of the places that people go to enjoy in court, enjoy life or have a holiday. Fair enough. But what that really means is the psalmist is saying that, you know, there's nothing that beats, there's no holiday, there's no luxury in life that, that, that beats you know, spending time in your presence. And it says, I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. I have one other translation there, I'd rather be a gatekeeper. So you can be the one, you know, a service in the house of God, uh, a positioning in the house of God is much worth more than anything. I'll tell you one thing that is most important than anything else you can ever go after in life. And that is the plan of God for your life. And when we bring ourselves, you know, when we bring ourselves in line with God's plans and purposes for us, we are ever before the face of the Father. You know, the, the, the place of worship is not limited to a physical building, but the place of worship is also the place where the will of God is in action in your life, in my life, in our nation, in your community, in your local church, wherever it is, the, 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 the place of God, the place of worship is the place where the will of God takes preeminence. It is the place where there is a reverence for God and his word. That is a place of worship, a place when we come subjective to the, to the plans and the purposes of God, a place where we come, you know, consecrated a place where we come where we come to experience god his place of worship his tabernacles his courts is also the place of his power is the place of his presence is the place of fellowship you know god wants to walk with you and i god wants to run with us 
He wants to be there. He wants to, he wants to hold your hands. He wants you to come into the best. You know, the scripture talks about the fullness, the fullness of his power, the fullness of his will. Everything that he so desires for us, he wants us to come into that place. And the psalm, you know, you know, David, King David was someone who, you know, in terms of wealth and, and influence and power, he had it all. You know, he didn't lack luxury. He didn't lack influence. He, he had victories upon victories. So there was nothing that was, with, that was just without, you know, beyond his reach. Yet he says, I would rather stand at the threshold of your, of your presence. I would rather stand at the gate, at the door of your presence than be anywhere else. I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge us today. What would you rather do? What is your most, what is, what is your, your, your heart's desire today, this week, this month, this year? What would it be? What would you go after? What would you wake up in the morning thinking about? What would you choose over the challenges and circumstances of life? What would you do? But like David, I want to encourage us that we will seek the place of the Father, that we will seek the place of worship, that we will seek the place of reverence for the word of God. I want us to pray that together and say, Father, help me, Lord, that my heart's desire, my longing beyond everything else will be right in your presence, will be right in your courts, will be right in the place of your power, will be right in the place of your word, will be right in the center of your will for my life. Nothing else beats that. Even if I am just starting out, even if your will is the, is the low, lowest of places I can ever be in life compared to human terms, in human terms, even if I am a doorkeeper in your house, I am a doorkeeper, even if I am the, the least known person on earth, but I'm right in your will, I'd rather be there than anywhere else. I'd rather be there, Father. And I pray, O oh God, that the longing of our hearts, our pursuits will be all about you. Our hearts will long for you. Our soul will search for you, dear Lord Jesus. Nothing, nothing, nothing will take your place in our lives. So we dedicate ourselves to you again. And we say, Jesus, have your way in my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, let's pray for the nations. And the scripture we're going to use in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 15, it says, As it has been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Now you can use the scriptures, or oh, this scripture was actually targeted to us, God's people. You know, and, and it, it's it's so hard and so difficult. And so, you know, it, it, it's so it, it's so difficult when the people of God harden their hearts to his ways, to his word and to his instruction. But here we are. 
We're going to pray for nations, people who may not have heard about him or people who may have heard about him, yet as a result of unbelief, as a result of religion, as a result of culture, as a result of just stare stubbornness to to follow in his instruction, just being disobedient to God. Because I tell you, God, God is all out there, you know, to want to bring many more into the kingdom. But we want to pray that the, the hearts of the nations, the hearts of the people will be softened to his word will be softened to the gospel, will be softened to, to receiving and believing and trusting him, will be softened to just obey his instructions and just and just do what he wants them to do. Just like Saul was on the, on the way to Damascus and he heard the voice, what did he do? He said, I am your servant, Lord. What do you want me to do? I want us to pray that many more, when they hear his voice, because he's always calling out to them, when they hear his voice, they will they will hearken, they will listen, they will obey in the name of Jesus. Father, we just pray for your nation, pray for your family, for those who are unsaved or yet to be saved. Father, we bring bring the people of the nations, the unsaved in our families or yet to be saved in our families, the people of the world, the people of nations that haven't known you or those who may have heard about you but they struggle with understanding, you know, or believing you or trusting you. Father, those who are so clouded and shrouded with a veil of religion and culture who do not recognize you calling them and tugging their hearts. We pray, O oh God, that they would turn around and hear you. They would turn around and obey you. They would turn around and listen to you. Their hearts will be softened. We pray for those who, who, have, who have given up that there is ever a God that exists. We ask, so oh God, that there will be a turnaround. That, Lord, they will wake up with a sense of, of you, of you, as the Almighty God. They will wake up with this sense, this, this awareness that there is a God indeed. I pray, you oh God, that they will turn around. Their hearts, oh Lord, will turn to you and they will say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Soften the hearts of even the hardest of criminals. Soften the hearts of of even those who take pleasure in just evil and wickedness. Soften their hearts because we know that there is nothing that is impossible. And we know the world can even get to the hardest of hearts. Even the remotest of places your world can get through because it is life and spirit. It's not limited by geographies. It's not limited, you know, by by, by structures and systems. Your world can get through anything. So we ask, oh God, that the hearts of the people will be receptive to receive, but also to obey and turn to you. We thank you, Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We're going to pray for the church as well. And in Psalm 26, verse 8, where it says, Lord, I love the house where you live. 
the place where your glory dwells. And, and, and this is in line with, the, you know, when we're praying about the, the, the other scripture in Psalm 84, where the psalmist says, uh, you know, one thing, uh, you know, my whole heart's desire is about your presence, about your house. You know, I want us to pray for the church, pray for your leaders, pray for your local church, pray for brothers and sisters in your church, pray even for your children, because your children, once they are in Christ, are your, they are your brothers and sisters. Pray for your, your spouses, your family, your, 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 your relations, pray for them. As long as if they are in Christ, they are your brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Let us pray that nothing, nothing else in their life will trump, you know, just loving God and serving him. Nothing else in their life will take preeminence. Let's pray that the church will come again to this place where it's stripped back from, from all the, the clamor and, 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 all, and all the entertainment and and all the things that we want to bring into the house of God to to make it look like the world let's pray that the church will only love one thing the house of God the presence of God where his glory dwells where his power dwells and without the power we can see a change in the world let's pray this father we just pray for the church that God we will not be we will not be entertainment seekers that we will not be looking for ways that we can beautify the house and make it look you know like the standards of the world but we will seek one thing your house your presence where your glory resides where your power resides where your healing resides where provision resides where where healing and preservation and deliverance and rescue and help everything that is in your presence resides we pray that that the church our brothers and our sisters every one of us will search for one thing and one thing alone, that your house, your house will be the place where your glory resides again. We ask so that the church, Lord, will, will come alive again <laughs> and be a place of your glory, that people will walk into the house of God and they will say, yes, the Lord indeed is in this place. They will be convicted in their hearts. And they will say, Lord, I repent. They will come on their knees. They will fall on their knees in reverence. And we pray, oh God, that we will not take your presence, your house for granted, but we will reverence your word, your presence. Each time we come together, we will reverence your presence above all. Thank you, Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want us to take a prayer request. I believe we're taking prayer requests. Now, I want us to pray specifically for a family. Now, we want to pray for one family, a family in Zimbabwe and also in the United Kingdom. A friend of mine messaged me um, last this morning and said, I've lost three family members within a week, all due to um, illness, but also partly um, due to COVID. And then, and then she said, I, thought, I also have... Two of my siblings who are, are ill because of COVID, but also I have a sister who is critically ill. Let's pray and just lift this family. I cannot imagine or I can to an extent feel what they are feeling and, and, and I can appreciate the, the pain 
and and the hurt and 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 the despondency i can i can appreciate the the desolation and you know of the family i can appreciate the chaos and the mental trauma this family is going through but i i can also appreciate that there is a power that can lift this family out of this situation and the scripture in exodus chapter 23 verse 25 says so shall so you shall serve the lord your god and he will bless your bread and your water and he said i would take take sickness away from the midst of you to want to pray that sickness will be taken away from the midst of this family now i know this lady is one who she serves god you know she is so benevolent she is giving she is she serves with her whole heart her whole household serves god so want to pray want to stand on this one and i want you to pray with me today Stand in faith with me today and say, Father, we come to you with your word. He said, if you serve me with your whole heart, say, I will, I will bless your bread and your water. He said, but I will take sickness. I will remove it from the midst of you, from your family, from your household, from anyone connected to you. I will, I will remove the, the pangs and the hold of sickness and, uh, and that spirit of death. I will remove it away from you. So Father, Lord, upon your word, we stand in faith and we say, let sickness be removed from this family in the name of Jesus. We bind that spirit of death and we remove you. We command you to be removed away from this family in the name of Jesus. We speak healing over this dear lady. We speak healing over the, the rest of the family. Complete healing, restoration, a turnaround. We ask that they will be restored to health and strength. We ask, oh God, that that which has been taken away, God, you will restore a garment of praise and joy, comfort and peace into this family. In the name of Jesus, we break the hold and the influence of the enemy over this family. We say, be removed and let the peace of God flow through in the name of Jesus bring joy Lord even in the midst of pain and hurt bring joy bring health and wholeness we thank you father in the name of Jesus amen let's just thank God let's just bless him another way we can reverence him is by thanking him for his word and we know that we receive the the you know the answers we receive healing for this family we receive we receive peace and comfort for this family in the name of Jesus we thank you for our loved ones those that are yet to be saved we thank you because you are bringing them Lord into the place of repentance and submission to your word and we thank you for one another that we are coming into this place where we treasure your your presence and your house and, and and your will for us more than anything we just bless you lord in the name of jesus i want to thank you all for praying with me and thank you for joining your faith with me today i really really appreciate that and i believe god that as you release your faith for one another god will not forget you he never forgets you remember his mercy, his loving kindness endures forever so remember to subscribe to the audio podcast and remember 
you know that you can always listen to this audio podcast day in day out and just keep refreshing your spirit when you are down just play this in the background and you know and lift your spirit up i want to thank you all for praying with me from the united kingdom all our prayer words from the united kingdom i so treasure you guys thank you for being a part of this day in and day out thank you to all our prayer warriors from scotland and ireland and also from wales as well if there's any from wales <laughs> you never know and um, thank you also for all our prayer warriors and intercessors from the philippines pastors from the philippines and your congregation and your and your lovely lovely family thank you for our prayer warriors from pakistan the, the family from pakistan is one big family in pakistan thank you so much for praying with us and our pastor from India. We really, really just appreciate your, your prayers as well. Thank you also in Africa and thank you for praying with us from Kenya, a sister from Kenya and, and Zambia and Zimbabwe as well and also Nigeria and the rest of the countries in Africa. But I want to say keep praying, keep standing strong. The prayer experience will be back online tomorrow at 1pm. God bless you and have a beautiful week ahead. Amen. Just cry.